Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody. Hey. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, we always have that awkward silence at the beginning because we're we're not sure if I'm gonna announce that we're recording or if we are just gonna try to make it seem really natural, but it clearly isn't natural because when do you normally record your conversations? Yeah. Um, yeah. So but welcome. Beautiful. Yes, but welcome. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Welcome to the Michelle and Amy show. If it's your first time, we talk about living life and building your business from a place of ease and personal development, intuition, all that good, lovely stuff that women are yearning to start hearing about. So we're all about it and we talk about it. So in this episode, we actually are going to be more focused on the people in our audience who have an Etsy store or want to and want and are selling or want to sell planners because that's what Amy and I are all about. That's how we connected mm -hmm. and it's kind of the foundation of our businesses. So we have a few things that we've been realizing and testing out that have been working well for us and we're going to share it with you today. But okay, so first I want to start out with a little timeline Months and months and months and months ago, I told Amy she needed to get an iPad. Um, yeah, when was that? Probably over a year and a half ago. <laughs> Does it really probably, take me that long to I've probably been telling you forever because I've had my iPad for as long as I've known you almost. So Yes. Yeah. So she, you got an iPad when? In the summer last year, um, summer 2019, I finally decided to go for it and, and then you were a little afraid of it yeah I then remember. I basically just didn't touch it for months I just kind of had <laughs> it there I mean I downloaded procreate which I was really excited about because that was that was for me the main pull because yeah. I'd um I tried using tablets and things before to draw on the computer and I just couldn't I couldn't make sense of the distance between my drawing down here and looking at the screen and Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was excited about that. I drew a few, I don't know, bananas and things on, on it, but that really didn't justify <laughs> the purchase of the iPad. And then it wasn't until December 2019, like basically the end of 2019, that I decided, oh yeah, actually, digital planners. I'm curious about these things that Michelle keeps telling me to <laughs> to dive into because I started making them and put, putting them in my store and I was like sending messages to Hannah and Amy in our group chat I made this I made that it's so cool da, 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 da. and Amy you need to do it Hannah you need to do it hurry up hurry up hurry up <laughs> so recently Amy did do it so give us a little recap and tell us about the results you've been having Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, Michelle sent me this video on, uh, I don't know, it was like just a screen video of, uh, her turning in, turning one of my printable products that she was using into a digital planner. She was like, I'm so impatient with you that I'm doing this and I'm showing you how to do it. And I don't have time to do this, but I'm doing it for you. So you better make one. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> By the way, if you guys want to watch that video that I made for Amy, I put it in planner girl hub. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have a link to that below this video. Yeah. Real life. 
real life uh, prompting. So I sat down, I was like, okay, well, I really, you know, I owe her one now. I need to make this thing. <laughs> and um, what came up also was that I, I had made this daily, uh, daily planner that was dated for 365 days of the year. And it was a printable product. And I was, um, I was excited about it because I really wanted to use it. But also, I really didn't feel good about the idea of asking my customers and also myself to use, or, use up like three cartridges of ink and buy four stacks of paper in order to use this product. That just didn't make any sense. So it felt like the perfect fit to kind of turn this into a digital planner. And the reason I got to that place was because I started looking at my stats and realizing that I was selling a lot of a certain product called the Productivity Planner, which is essentially a daily planner that has an hourly plan and it's got your priorities, like a sort of simple daily planner that helps you to get focused. And so I thought, okay, what if I was to pay attention to that and turn that into a digital planner? I wasn't expecting anything in particular to happen. Like I, I thought usually when I launch a product on Etsy, it takes a little while to get some momentum with it. Um, like, I don't know, a month or so before it starts to sell more regularly. And I've got to start mm -hmm. winning. I've got to start doing work to get it around the interwebs. But this digital planner just started selling really well. Like in, in, over the course of January, it was my top selling product. Um, so I made a 2020 digital planner and priced it at 27 pounds, which is like $35 because it's a huge product. It's like 500 pages. And, and it's your highest single, like your, the most, because I know you have bundles that are priced more, but as far as a single product, it's your highest priced product, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never I've never launched something before that that cost that much. Everything else has been like bundles of things. So for that same price you would get like five different products and it would be massively discounted and stuff. But this one I just went I was like, okay, well what if it was uh what if we did an, an experiment and I mm -hmm. go with this price that feels really good because I really feel like it is a super valuable product if you do commit to using it. Um mm -hmm and just try it out. And it, it has been my highest selling product in January and accounted for half my revenue in January. Which is amazing. And I want to yeah. backtrack because when we were discussing, I think you turned it into a digital product by the time you messaged me about it and I asked to be an affiliate and you were trying to figure out a price for the product. And I, and I said, well, what price would be right outside your comfort zone yeah. and you came up with that number mm -hmm. and it was just what well, we don't know this is the most expensive you priced a product ever mm -hmm. so it's not like you're going by history of well I know when I price things at this much they tend to sell it's like you just went with what's outside your comfort zone let's run an experiment and deep down you already know that this is worth it because it yeah. has all of these pages and everything. So it's like kind of bypassing that voice inside of us that wants to think, oh, it's 
probably not worth it. Mm -hmm. Who am I to charge this much? So you bypassed it by going outside your comfort zone. And this is how I price everything. Everyone says, what should I price this? What should I price that? There's no science other than just not being crazy with your pricing. It's more about you not listening to the voice that says, it's not worth it, you're not worth it. And the way you do that is by pricing something right outside your comfort zone. And then what happens is you just run it as an experiment and you realize, wow, people are buying my expensive stuff even more than my cheap stuff. What was I even hung up about? And then you just kind of break into this whole realization that there is abundance and you're worth it and your product's worth it. So it's really exciting that it ended up being your number one selling product almost immediately. It does definitely feel much more abundant because also from this place, I didn't feel squeezed. I felt like, okay, I'm charging a good price so I can be very generous about what I give on the other side. So I I added two bonuses and I'm working on a pack of stickers that I'm going to be giving out to the stickers, PNGs, (laughs) that I'm going to be giving out to my customers. And I'm also, I've made all these how to use videos that I'm going to be putting together mm-hmm. for the customers. And, and you're already thinking of how to like take it to the next level. You've made a beautiful sales page that literally is changing people's lives just to read your sales page. It's <laughs> like, yes, you acted from a place of abundance and that keeps snowballing. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and because it feels like, okay, this is, this is worth it for both of us, for me and the customer. I'm also now, I'm not just thinking, okay, I made this product. I'm just going to like throw it to the side. I've been experimenting with updating it month by month so that there's still, my customers are still getting 12 whole months. It'll just Mm -hmm. be, they start in February instead of they start in January and trying that out. Like there's more breathing room now that Mm -hmm. I know that, okay, it's selling and I'm not, I'm not feeling like squeezed and tight around it. Yeah. And, and also another thing which might help if you're thinking of doing digital daily planners is my thinking was if, if my customer were to use this daily planner for, I don't know, uh, two weeks out of the whole month, like let's say they just use it for half, half the month or even a third of the month and by focusing in on what they needed to do and and prioritizing their projects they were able to get a result that month would that be worth um 27 dollars 27 pounds divided by 12 like like the price of a coffee essentially and Mm -hmm. and my and i when i thought about it that way i was like yes that for me that would be worth it and then i didn't feel any constriction around the price anymore i just felt like okay it's my duty to go and uh, make this worth their while because that that is a result I want people to experience. Mm-hmm. And it's worth the price. Yeah, I get. I have the same kind of logic when I look at things that I pay for. Mm-hmm. Is uh, for example, if I'm paying, if I'm in a monthly membership and I'm paying a certain amount a month. If you just look at, well, am I consuming all the information or am I using all the pages in Amy's planner and you make that the benchmark, then that will end up making you feel like, well, no, therefore it's not worth it or I failed or whatever. Hmm. When you realize, like Amy said, well, did you get a result this month from using the planner as much as you actually used it? 
or if I'm in a membership and I look at, well, did I learn at least one thing that improved my life or business this month as a result of diving into the membership a couple of times when I could? If the answer is yes, is that worth the the cost? And the answer is yes. Yes. So it's a mindset shift. Totally. You get more value instead of thinking that you're you know, wasting because then that just creates more waste in your life. You look at your life and see all the ways that you're creating abundance, even if you're not like perfectly checking off every box or using every page. Um, the first time I came across this idea was when I found Ramit Sethi. Did you know Ramit? I will teach mm -hmm. you to be rich. I just love his stuff and I yeah. love his sarcastic way of writing and everything. <laughs> and he said that he gets a lot of emails from people saying, ah, oh, Ramit, shall I read this book first or that book first? And, he's, and his answer is always, buy both, read them both. Because, if you, because it's worth it. If a book is completely worth it, if you take away just one lesson, that you can implement in your life out of the whole, I don't know, 200 pages or so. If you take away one thing that you then use to change your life and, and up level, it has, it was more than worth the $12 for the book. Yes. Exactly. That really like blew my mind. I was like, Oh yeah, of course. Okay. So mm -hmm. why am I even yeah. debating whether to buy this book? Like just get it. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, yeah. Mindset shift. Goodness from Michelle and Amy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the abundance mindset. Yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't expecting this to sell as much as it did. Like, about halfway through the month, I started to notice that, wow, the conversion rate for this one product is really, really good. And so then I decided to invest in promoted listings. And I was putting $5 a day first, and then I bumped it up to $10 a day. And it was still ending up really profitable. It was like something like uh, $1 spent for every three or four made or something like that. So I haven't tried promoted for a while. It, does it tell you that as a result of this promotion, you're making this much money as a direct result? Yes. It says okay. how, much, how much revenue you've made and how much you've spent. Mm -hmm. yeah, but it's the revenue tied to the spending like the people who bought it does it tell you they bought it because they came from seeing the promotion yes that's good yeah they say that this person clicked on an ad so and you'll see it in your orders as well it'll have a little uh you know one of those what are those speakerphone things called those held yeah uh yeah. megaphone yeah that's the one it'll have a little megaphone icon say this person mm -hmm. bought as a direct um because they clicked on your ad Mm -hmm. So that's another good tip. And I'm going to do that too with my highest converting products is if something's converting really well, take advantage of it. It could also be that it's converting really well because of the season. So you need to take advantage of the season you're in and promote it on Etsy. And you can keep an eye on if your revenue is above what you're spending. And that's what it means to go to that next level of business is we are advertising, but we want to do it wisely. So just knowing that there's these ways of doing it wisely, um, you shouldn't, you don't need to be afraid of it because if you can spend a hundred dollars and as a direct result, make 300, then why not? You're going to make more than you're spending and you're not losing money yeah. versus if you don't spend on advertising, 
you're losing money because there's money on the table and you didn't go after it. So mm-hmm. it can be scary. I know that I've resisted it a lot because it's just was like, well, how do I know? So it is important for me to know, like, if I spend this much, I get this result. And Etsy has that built right in. Yeah, it's really easy. You see how much you've spent for the time period and then how much you've made the revenue from those clicks. Mm-hmm. So it's quite, it's quite straightforward. Mm-hmm. And you want to start with a product that is selling. You don't want to just say, well, I put up this random thing and I'm going to run ads. You want to actually have, like Amy said, she could see that it was selling and then she decided to turn on ads or promoted listings. Yeah, I had, and it was, it did, did take a shift actually, because I, I was looking at the figures and then I thought, oh, this is doing really well. I could, I could bump this up. And then there was a little bit of a blocker coming up for me like, oh, but what if it doesn't work? Oh my gosh. But can I spend $5 a day on this? Like, <laughs> can I really? And then something just clicked. It was like, yeah, but if you're going to spend $5 and make $15, why wouldn't you do that? Like, mm-hmm. why not <laughs> this, mm-hmm. if i can that's, see that's that converting is you created a product with abundant pricing and that created the space to move into advertising but if you were like well this is only worth ten dollars then there would not have been that capacity to have that mindset shift of putting in five dollars a day because then you're only going to make like five dollars and it's going to be more of a more of a, ooh, am I overspending? Am I like coming out ahead? Like you have more margin to be coming out ahead of a $5 a day budget because your product is worth is being sold for 30 bucks. So like for me, I'm about to go into Pinterest ads. I would rather spend money on a, on, um, a high priced product. And then that makes, I mean, to promote a high priced product, and that makes spending at least $5 a day on Pinterest ads a no-brainer. Because if it's like, if only one person every few days purchases the $150 or $300 product, I'm not even concerned about the $5 a day. So you do want to look at, you know, you're not just trying to promote $2 printables here. <laughs> yes. You know, something just came up for me. Um, I was thinking about how perhaps we have a bit of a blocker towards advertising because it because of the word spending, right? Because what if we were to see it as, okay, you can see that the conversion rate is good. This is working. We are now investing in mm-hmm. advertising. Because I know for me, like I, I definitely have been working on money blocks around like, oh, I waste money. I was told I waste money a lot as a kid and so that comes up of like oh don't waste money don't spend money but this isn't if we can see the conversion rate is good it's not necessarily spending it's investing Mm -hmm. and and we also have the power to go and check the stats daily just to see that things are going on track you know, it's a different thing if we put it on and then we go, oh God, yeah. terrifying. I'm not going to look. I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope, but we can go and look. Exactly. Exactly. So pr- pressing play on promoted whatever anything, you have to continue to show up in that energy. You can't just click the button and hide. You have to keep showing up and be a, choose to be a business owner instead of just someone who's cranking out production all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, but 
back to the digital products thing. It got me thinking, oh my gosh, this accounted for half my revenue in January. What if we, if you're a printer and seller, wait, how many, how many planners do you sell in your Etsy store to give people pers perspective? How many listings do you have approximately? About 20. So out of 20 Ooh. planners oh my God. that are all floating in Pinterest and driving traffic already over the past couple years, this one new planner that's barely been pinned on Pinterest is, has accounted for half of Amy's revenue. And it's her first digital planner. Everything else is printable. This is her first digital. So she's entering a new market space. She hasn't pinned it a bunch on Pinterest. It's brand new, listed in her shop. It's one of 20 different other planners. You know, th these are all things to pay attention to. It's that 80-20 rule thing, isn't it? Boom. <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly that, but that percentage... But yeah, one out of 20 products is selling the most, which is yeah. amazing. And, it and makes that's why I was kicking your butt because I'm like, we're about to get to January. Look at this new year planner you made. You need this to come out in January, Amy. <laughs> I know. I know. And I am very grateful for your gentle butt kicking. <laughs> it is making me money. And, and also it's like, I'm really enjoying using this product. Like I mm -hmm. was just messaging Michelle this morning being like, Oh my God, I love stickers so much. And I love digital planning and I'm never going back. <laughs> it, it's changed my life. Um, okay. But that is a detour. What I was thinking was if you are a printable seller, like I am, like Michelle is, what if we have the potential to just double our sales if we make digital versions of them? Not even brand new products, just taking the printables that you already have and turning them into a digital product. That, that is just, that's just mind blowing to me because I'm, yeah. I'm definitely someone who has this complex around, I need to create more and more things. I need to make new things, new things forever. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe take a look at your printables that are already doing really well and then be like, okay, what would this look like in a digital product? Well, how could I make it a digital version? And mm -hmm. that could instantly, I mean, it could double our sales just like that. I'm not guaranteeing that it will, but like for me, it was really shocking. Yeah. And that's exactly, if you guys want to see like a quick video of how to take a printable and turn it into a digital planner, that is the video inside Planner Girl Hub. So see that link below because that's what I made for Amy. And then if you want to take it to the next level, I made a whole module on creating your own digital planner in the Passive Income of Printables course. And I was just talking to Amy before we got on recording. I'm going to spend the next three months up leveling the Passive Income of Printables course to be more reflective of this digital planner world. So even more about how to be thinking in terms of creating digital planners and yes, still offering printables, but at the same time, turning those into digital and all the different ways you can turn a printable into a digital planner. One printable can turn into a million digital planners. So Amy's talking about how she has 20 different planners, essentially. I only have one. You just wouldn't know it because they all look different, but I'm using the same templates in my printables and my digital planners and I'm just 
dressing them up differently, using different fonts in the digital, using different covers, different um, patterns and textures so that they have a different look and feel. And so for me, what I found is that creates different results. So I have several digital planners that use the exact same template. Mm -hmm. the, the bones of these planners are the same. The different thing is they are branded differently. One's branded. Different outfits. Different outfits. They each have a different dress on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so what that does is it appeals to different type of people. So it's not just about what does the template look like. You do want to get a good template. You do want a good daily template, weekly, monthly. You want it to look as good as it possibly can. And if you need help with that, go check out the Canva template kit. We create recreated planner templates already that you can use and put into a digital planner. And those are already proven to be really attractive to people. So starting with great bones, I'm calling it the bones of the planner, the template of the planner. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can start put some skin on it, you know, some a dress <laughs> and some hair. <laughs> Dress up your skeleton. <laughs> um, so what I did was I have one that's dressed in a minimalist version, one that's dressed in a floral version, flowers and really vibrant colors, and another one that's dressed with a really feminine, organic version. And, and they, one that's dressed in llamas. And one that's dressed in cactus and llamas. <laughs> and they all... You know, the, the one that sells the most is the min- minimalist version. It's the most black and white boring version, but that one sells the most mm. or sells the fastest, has the best conversion rate. In second place is my cactus and llama version. And then in third place is my floral and fourth place is my feminine. And if you were to ask me um, which one I thought would sell the best, I would have said the feminine one. So that's what I mean. You have to be able to put things out there and experiment and make it really easy to do so. I'm not creating a whole new planner from scratch. I'm taking a template and just dressing it differently so that I can put different things out in the market and see what does the best. Mm Because the one I did not think would do the best is the one that's doing the best. So I know that we come in to, you know, we reach out to other people and say, do you think this like which pattern do you think is better? Or which one would appeal to you? It's like the only way to know the real answer is to put it out and see what sells because someone can have an opinion on a Facebook comment, but that doesn't mean that that's what a customer is going to say with their dollar. So making it really easy to put out different things and then you do more of what works and less of what doesn't. And I had a revelation a couple of days ago because the very fir- this is the very first time I actually dug into my Etsy stats enough to see which listing had the best conversion rate. So Etsy will tell you your conversion rate overall for all of your planners or all of your products. They'll say you have a 0.5 conversion rate or a 0.2 conversion rate for your whole shop over whatever time period. But it doesn't tell you how much of a conversion rate each product has. So a couple days ago, I did the math to find out what to find out the conversion rate of every single product. And I was surprised. Well, not really. I had already had a gut hunch that was proven correct. But what was interesting was the planner that made the most money in take January, for example, 
was my printable minimalist life binder. It made the most money. But the planner that sold the fastest in terms of it took less traffic to get more sales was my digital minimalist life binder. So the reason why my printable life binder sold the most was because it got 10 times more traffic. So obviously, even with a conversion rate less than my digital life binder, the printable was going to get more sales because you got so much more traffic because it has years of pins on Pinterest driving to it already. The digital one has like no pins on Pinterest yet. But even with a much, 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 much smaller stream of traffic, the conversion rate was higher. So it took fewer people to make more sales with the digital. And so what does that tell me? It tells me that moving forward, if I focus on sending traffic to my digital life binder, I'm going to sell even more. It's going to overtake the printable because it's going to get more traffic and it's proving to convert that traffic a lot faster. It's like the best converting product right now. And you just want to keep an eye on stats because it might just be that that's true for right now. Maybe in a couple of weeks, everyone's going to be crazy about floral or feminine and those products would sell better than the minimalist. You just got to keep an eye on it. So you're always looking at how can I do more of what works, less of what doesn't, make more money with less effort. And we, it, both Amy and I can say, right, digital planners. So, yeah. Yeah. So much potential there. Like we could try out different colors and things, just as you were talking about minimalist version selling more than the others. It brought to mind, I remember a few years ago, I was learning about Etsy stuff and I came across a lady called Renee Christine. Have you heard of her? Yes. Cupcake trainings. And, um, and I remember she, in one of her videos, was talking about how when you release some products in your store, you want to have one that is like out there, just like flashy and like, oh my goodness, what even is this? And that's going to get people's attention. And then you want to have something which is much more uh, toned down, that is more like muted colors and a bit more sort of easy to easy more palatable to, yeah more palatable exactly like not not super spicy flavors and and so people will be drawn to the store because of the style that you have but they'll they'll probably purchase that minimalist version or that muted colors version mm -hmm. and i thought oh interesting okay so that's so maybe that's what's happening like maybe your colorful life binders, your colorful, your cactus and llama are mm -hmm. acting like the, the differentiator, the kind of like, Ooh, this is, this is new and exciting. And then yeah. somebody they'll come into your store and then be like, Oh, and she also has the minimalist version. I'll try that first. Yes. So you have different feelers out there because when people are searching on Etsy, um, a lot, like if you were to type in printable or planner on Etsy, you're going to see like a big, screen of white and black because everyone's creating the same kind of white and black printable and there's different ways to make it stand out with like different backgrounds or whatever but if you had a, pr a planner show up in the results that was really like whoa look at all the cats on this planner or look at oh, all of the <laughs> like I would click on that. Was, 
yeah, something like clickbait worthy. Um, and then they go check out your entire store and realize that you have more offerings and they'll probably buy something that they would, you know, actually buy versus something that was just clickbait. <laughs> clickbait on Etsy. Um, that might also be true because it works. That's why people do clickbait on YouTube and then people go check out the other videos and get more of a connection and like even people that I follow who are really authentic and I love them. I watch every video once in a while. I kind of notice that they do put out something that's kind of like for, for, um, attention, like mm -hmm. to make sure that they're catching the attention, but yeah. that's not what they're all about. So it, it brings people in and then they discover the more boring content that if they're a true fan, they won't think it's boring. It's like in, in, when I was in fashion, it, it would always work like this in the fashion houses. So like they would have the couture line, which is like, whoa, like crazy, crazy gowns and things all beaded and fabulous and tool and all the colors and super fantastical. That's the stuff that goes in the show and it's very theatrical, but that's not the stuff that sells. That gets mm -hmm. them the press, that gets them the devotees, that gets across an ethos and a feeling. That gets them the viral Facebook stuff. Yeah, like I've, totally. I've watched those fashion show clips on Facebook and it's like, why do they make <laughs> it just for funny videos? <laughs> because because this it's is wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. And, and, but the, what really sells in every one of those labels are the, the basics, the, yes. the classics in their, in their range that they do year after year, the classic blazer, the classic shirt, the classic black dress. Mm -hmm. And, and that's yeah. what makes the money. You know? Yeah. Interesting. So we just had another epiphany, you know, create the wildest, epic, most colorful, whatever planner that just you give, you go, give yourself permission to go all out and then have your classics. Yeah, try it. I mean, that's kind yeah. of what we're doing. That's sort of what I did with this planner. I just like splashed it with pink. I was like, oh, who cares if nobody likes pink? I like pink. <laughs> and, then, and then now I'm thinking, okay, now I could try muted versions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> people yeah. who don't want to drown in pink. <laughs> yeah, you might, you might see, like put up a more muted version of your digital planner and it sells even better than this one that's selling already pretty good. Mm -hmm. So There's only one way to find out. Experiment. What are some other things, I thought we could talk about some other things that we've been experimenting with in our stores, like the sales, like the sales. bonuses. So yes, yeah, so one thing I've noticed, and I shared this in the printable course group a few months ago when I started, was there's some stores that I follow that are really, like they have tens of thousands of um, like sales on their store, like all like customers who've bought things have equaled tens of thousands of sales. But the other thing I noticed is that they're always running a sale. Mm -hmm. Like every time I go to their store, there's a sale, but the sale says limited time. And so what I realized it's, it's limited time for whatever percentage sale they're running. So this week it might be 20% off next week. It might be 10% off. This, the following week, it might be buy two and get 30% off. Like there's always some kind of sale. It's not just, oh, I ran a sale and now I, 
it was 20% off and now it's done and I have to wait a while before I can run another one. Otherwise people will think blah, blah, blah. Like, no, every, every week you can have a new sale. If you go to oldnavy.com, they're always running a sale. It's just that that percentage is going up and down. One week it's 30%, next week it's 20, next week it's 50. Mm-hmm. And this ties into abundance thinking, I believe, because unless you are, if you're not pricing your product abundantly, you don't want to be silly. You don't want to have a planner that looks like you half-assed it and you want to charge $50 for it. You want to know that it's just outside your comfort zone and you're bypassing the voice inside of you that wants you to think it's not as good as it really is. So that gives you room for margin to have sales constantly. So if your product is like $20 or $30, you can run a 10% off, 20% off sale consistently alternate alternating between the two without it being like oh my gosh i'm not making any money because i'm running sales all the time it's like no you have margin to run these sales and the thing that makes that work is etsy has a feature that people will go into search and choose to look at just what's on sale so that's the thing Mm -hmm. people will search in etsy based on what sales are going on that allows you to be a part of that and more people will find you. And also by running a sale week to week to week, there's a countdown that happens. So by, by the time it gets to the end of the week, your products will have a little thing next to it that says sale is ending in 34 hours, sale is ending in 12 hours. And I notice that when it gets to the end of the sale that I run each week, I get a spike in orders because people are like, oh, the sale is almost gone. Mm -hmm. And then when the the sale is over, I go back in and I set another sale at a different percentage. So this isn't like, you know, this isn't new. This is what stores do to create that container in people's mind to decide whether or not they're going to buy something now. Because even if someone's interested, it's easy to get distracted in the middle of a buying decision. And you want to incentivize people to make a decision instead of, think, instead of hoping that they're going to come back to you or not forget about you. And in the end, you're, you are like doing your customers a favor because before I never ran sales. <laughs> like you had to buy everything full price unless it was like Black Friday or something. And now I'm always running sales. But I've always also had a healthy price tag for my products. So um, that helps too. The sale also serves as a reminder. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, um, I noticed that I would get notifications from Etsy saying, Michelle's life binder that you favorited is on sale. I'd be like, oh, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even know that Etsy would do that. And Amy sent me a screenshot of her phone because Etsy sent her a notification and literally popped up on your phone. Yeah. And it made me think of, um, there's this health food brand that I buy from called NutriSeed. They're really big here in the UK. And they just do like these packets of powders, essentially. Powders and pulverized things that are good for you. And... I would just forget about them um, until they sent me an email saying, we're running a a 15% off sale this weekend. And they would do it like every month or so. 
And that would be my reminder to be like, oh yeah, I need to top up this, this and this. And I just wouldn't think of it otherwise. I have other things on in my mind. And so it's a little bit like that too. Like in a way, you putting on that sale and then Etsy sending out the reminder to your customers is like kind of jogging their memory. You wanted this, remember? And now it's on Yes, yes. I, I'm a member of Thrive Cart. If you, if you watch like Model Health Show or any of these healthy people, they always talk about Thrive Cart. Uh, not Thrive Cart, Thrive Market. Thrive Market. <laughs> How many yeah. Thrive things? Thrive Market where they- We cure- just want to thrive. Yeah, we just want to thrive. <laughs> uh, they curate all these healthy things and they have so many incentives built in. So like mm-hmm. if you reach this number in your, like number of dollar amount in your cart, you get a free gift and you go choose your gift. Or if you reach this amount, you get this percentage off. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're taking advantage of me. I'm like, thank you. Give me, I'm here shopping anyway. I'm in the market. <laughs> like, and they're really good incentives. Like I just got a Brandon Broussard's powerful habits or whatever. Um, like really thick hardcover book. That's like 25 bucks. If I were to go buy it, I got it for free because I bought like a hundred dollars worth of groceries, perhaps along with some other freebies. So it's like, creating more value for your customers by having sales, um, by giving a bonus with their purchase that could be time sensitive. So it's not just, I made a product, I put it up, done. It's like, no, now we have to think like business owners and we're not just selling stuff. We're promoting, we're running promotions. What promotion are you running right now? Right now in my store, I'm running a promotion of Buy anything in my store and you get this life finder for free. Buy anything in my store right now and you get 15% off before the end of the week. Like you have to go beyond just I'm selling a product to I'm promoting an incentive to buy the product right now. And that's what creates more results in your store. Yeah. And the bonus thing is really working, isn't it? It's It's a very juicy thing. To feel like, okay, just, I don't mm-hmm. know how long this offer is going to be up for, but yeah, if you can communicate clearly that this is worth this much and you're getting it for free for a week, mm-hmm. it, um, it works both ways. It's not, it's not just, oh, I'm giving away extra stuff and I'm not being paid for it, but rather like, I see it as this person is receiving, has invested first of all in something from my store. And then they're also getting more opportunities to get to know uh, me and what I offer and, and to enjoy the products. And that is going to act like a sort of taster. So mm-hmm. the chances are you, you will come to mind next time they're thinking, oh, I really need a planner for X or Y. Yeah. And we, we mentioned the, what our bonus stuff was all about in the last video that came out earlier. Um, but Amy and I ran this as an experiment where we took the same planner that, that's worth $21 that we both created together and we're running it out, running it as a bonus in each of our stores where if people buy something, they get it for free. And the other thing that makes this work is it's not just some random thing that would have been free anyway. This mm-hmm. is an actual product that costs real money and that's what makes it valuable because we're letting people have it as a bonus. Um, it's not something that, I don't know, sometimes I see 
people run bonuses and it's like, it doesn't feel like this is something I would have paid for anyway. <laughs> like you mm -hmm. want people to feel like I would have actually paid real money for this and I get it for free. So that's the chord you want to strike. I'm writing that down because it's genius. <laughs> like if, if that's just the one question that you're asking when you're thinking about a bonus, like what would feel really, what would I, what would I, would I actually pay for this? Would I actually pay real money for this freebie that I'm giving away with the, with the product? Yes. Yes. Because we live in such a freebie culture. We're not just saying just throw out more freebies and everything's going to start working for you. Cause you guys know we're not about that. We are about creating things that have so much value that people cannot believe it's free. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's another thing that I remember hearing from Ramit that blew my mind was like, he said he wants his free stuff to be better than other people's paid stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Whoa, what a mindset reframe. It's, it's, uh, it, it gets us to think, bigger about what we're offering and it forces yeah. us to kind of play at a, at a bigger level when it comes to our paid products too. Yes. That's exactly how I, how I handle freebies now. It's like, it's even with my free printable for the new year's resolutions I make every year before when I first released it, I would ask for emails. And then when I switched from strategy of, just getting emails with a freebie. I ended up just letting people have it without giving an email. And now I put it in that, I put that printable inside of Planner Girl Hub, which has a ton of more stuff and we're always gonna be adding to it. So it's like a whole lot more now than it was just as a standalone printable which still works, but you know what? Everyone is doing that. So we have to find a way to make people feel like, whoa, this person is delivering. And you don't get there all at once. It is a journey, but you always want to think about how you can like really stand out to people as like a generous person to, to be connected with. Like if you buy Amy's digital planner, you're getting like, two amazing bonuses that do you know they're worth money and she might not even keep them as bonuses because they're worth money and they can go back in her store mm -hmm. so it's like that, that kind of thinking where it's like i can't believe how much goodness i'm getting from you um like if you buy my ultimate life finder you get a new one for free every single year like i've done that like four years in a row already so it's like creating that relationship with your customer and taking them on this journey that goes year after year after year instead of just thinking oh I made a sale goodbye where's the next customer <laughs> mm -hmm. so yes there was something else I was thinking about oh yeah okay so what if we were to now take all of these ideas that we've got in our brain after this call and think about okay how what could this look like in terms of implementing? Because I know sometimes mm -hmm. I sit down and I listen to a podcast or something and I'm like, so many ideas. And then it just mm -hmm. feels like, oh, this is a big mountain and I need to take a nap. But what <laughs> if we were to say, okay, over the next 90 days, you could split this up into mini projects. What would that mm -hmm. look like? Like if you were to say every week I'm gonna, or every two weeks, I'm going to focus on one thing like, running the sale or making a super valuable product or making a great bonus or whatever it is, 
And Mm -hmm. over the course of 90 days, you could completely transform your store. Like just before the call, Michelle was saying, yeah, 90 days. I've got all of these projects that I'm going to get done and I'm going to be transforming. And I thought, oh, that is such a motivating amount of time, 90 days. Mm -hmm. Right? Like you can tackle that. Yeah. Maybe we could also, well, we'll give people like, here are the things you can do. And also ask people, what are you guys going to do next? Let us know in the comments. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so number one, which is the easiest one, is just go into your Etsy dashboard, click on marketing, click on run a sale, and create your first sale. Yes, there's other bells and whistles that can go along with that. Like you can switch out your banner to say the sale is going on. You can let people know you're running a sale. Like there's all these other things you can do. But at the very, very minimum is just put a sale up. Mm -hmm. Etsy will do the rest in terms of what's happening in your store, letting people know that this is this percent off and whatever. Let it run for at least a week so that you can see what kind of results you get when the, the timer starts to count down, letting people know there's only 48 hours left, blah, blah, blah. Um, and don't be attached to the results. That's my Miss Ellen Amy tip. <laughs> don't be attached to the results. This is something that you should be in the practice of doing because it works as you tweak things that are, you know, go along with a successful sale you might need to improve your products graphics copy like there's other things that go into conversion but at the very least you can just run a sale to just make it a pro- make it a practice the other thing is is um, look at if you have been making sales in your store look at the individual conversion rate at the conversion rates of each individual product to see which one has the highest conversion rate because what might be selling the most might not be selling the fastest. Um, And then you can do, you can put more focus on the one that is selling the fastest. So you might have to do some math. I had to Google a percentage calculator to find out which one of my products was selling the fastest versus just selling the most because it got the most traffic. So that's another thing you can do and it helps build awareness around what is actually going on in my store. What should I actually be focusing on this month? The third thing you can do is if you haven't made a digital planner already, go to Planner Girl Magazine Hub in the link in the description to go watch the video that I made for Amy showing her how to do it. And if you want more support videos tutorials maybe education around how to make a planner in the first place um there's a link to go check out the passive income with printables course in the description as well and it's currently i mean this is if you're watching this in the future it might not be (laughs) but uh at the moment it's got 75 dollars off right until until the 7th i don't know if we're going to get this video out by then but we could oh we could. No, put a bit of pressure. Put, like, <laughs> put a bit of fire under my butt to get it up. All right, guys, I'm going to try. Okay. If it's not, if it, 
if it's past Friday, I might just like knock it down with a $50 coupon. So move from $75 to $50. So um, that might be the case, but I don't run coupons for this, for the course often, but since it's the new year time and everyone's mm. in the planner mood, I've been running sales for the course. So go ahead and check out that link and see what's going on. And yeah. Oh, I wanted to say that. Okay. So those are the top three things. Amy, was there anything I missed? Bonus. Consider then once you've done that, you could consider, do I have something that I could, that, it, that I would pay money for that I could offer as a limited time bonus and put that up mm -hmm. in my store. And you could use that as a way to collect emails. It could be that you add a PDF in your store saying how to access. So what we've done with the life binder that we collaborated on is we have a PDF that says how to access your bonus life binder. And then they go and they log into the hub and they get it there. And that way we're also uh, yes. joining the list so that we can contact them again. Yes. So to, yeah. to get the bonus, they have to sign up for access. So that gives us the email. And the, the only real thing I do with that email is it lets me email those people every year when there's a new addition. And when they sign into the hub for their bonus life binder, it introduces them to the Michelle and Amy show, the planner girl magazine, and then they can sign up to receive updates of the magazine or the show. So it's like kind of like filters people for me. Like I know what person is interested in what, and it, it helps me segment my email marketing so that I know, you know, this person wants to hear about our show every month. This person wants to know when the next magazine is coming out. This person is going to get a new life finder every year. So yes, I'm, there's always going to be like, I don't want to overwhelm anybody, but this is what it means to like keep experimenting in your business. The dots will start to connect. Yes. Um, I didn't plan on having this strategy ahead of time. I just kind of did things and then looked back and was like, Ooh, look, I have a strategy. <laughs> yes. But so, okay, if we were to simplify, so say somebody's kind of coming into this new, this whole idea of the bonus, or maybe they don't even have a list yet. It could be like, okay, you create a bonus and you, this could be an impetus to start an email list and you could mm -hmm. start something for free. Like I just started an email list with MailChimp and like you can, it's free up until a certain amount of members. And so then you tell people to go here to sign up and then they can get their free gift. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just a, like a download link from yeah. either, I don't know, Dropbox or Google drive, or if you're hosting it somewhere like Amazon. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You, you end up just by experimenting, you end up like crafting this journey that not only are you taking your customers on, but you're going on. And mm -hmm. as you go through more steps, you know, you're giving your customer more steps. So just see it that way. Don't, I think people try to like plan out their whole map and their whole journey. And I did not do that. <laughs> a lot no. of people saying, you need to do it this way. You need to have a plan. You need to know. Blah, blah. They didn't do that in their business. They're just, at the end, looking back and thinking, well, let me just show you how to do it now that I'm on the other side. But the way they got to the other side was just experimenting and trying things and not knowing how things were going to turn out. And that's what creates the 
the movement. It's the whole, oh, I need to know everything before I do anything, which creates the, the stop. Like, yeah. the, I can't move. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, you're in a good place if you don't know all the steps. And just start with the basic four things that Amy and I suggested, because the next step will reveal itself intuitively by you taking action. Um, I just had another thought on how to simplify the bonus even more. If you're like taking it in mini, mini, mini steps, you mm -hmm. could just offer a bonus and just add it to your listings. So you just add the extra product yeah. in so that it's like, it feels really generous. Yeah. So then that person is going to remember you and they're going to be like, Oh yeah, I bought that thing. And she gave me this extra thing. And that was really nice. Yeah. And maybe they'll feel more inclined to leave you a review or something like that. You know, so it doesn't even need to be complicated and setting up a list in the hub and everything. Yeah. If you're just not there yet, that's okay. Yeah. Just if you, if you're, if you realize that you're holding yourself back, look at the minimum, the minimum of the minimum. Yeah. That's what I do. Everything I create is just, Edition one, edition two, edition three, edition four. If you look at my sales page, it's probably the seventh version of that sales page, but I did not wait until it looked like that to launch it. I launched it when it was super basic and hosted on Canva. And then iteration after iteration, it ends up being what it is, but I didn't wait to put it out there. Um, just start with your edition one. Um, you know what? I, I kind of want to make this into a, a checklist so that you can kind of, you can download it and just check it off. I think, uh, if you want to, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would be easier. It's just four steps. So, okay. Yeah. I can make this into a checklist and then we can include a link for you to down if you want to download it below. And I wanted to say if there's any passive income printable students watching this and you've tried one of these tips already, because we've been talking about this in the Facebook group and on previous shows, um, let us know, like, have you gotten into digital planners? What has the results been like? Have you gotten into running sales or having a bonus? What have the results been like? We would love to hear from you because I do keep an eye on you on your stores and I'm always looking and cheering you on in the background and sometimes posting and sharing you on the Facebook group. Um, but it's nice to hear from you to hear that, okay, yes, you're trying these things and these are, you're seeing results and everyone, everyone can try the same. Not everyone will have the exact same results. Everyone's recipe is a little bit different, but the principles that we are talking about, they do work, but you might need to change your recipe a little bit to make them work really well for you. So, you know, there's a unique journey for everyone. Yes. Or we can. <laughs> yes. Gosh, I feel like this was like a refresher, Etsy refresher masterclass, like little workshop that we did today. Yes. Um, I'm inspired to go and take a deeper look at my stats now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, let us know what's been working for you in the comments below. If you've tried any of these things or if you've tried something new that we haven't mentioned that is like giving you, giving you results. Yeah, like, let us, yeah, let us know. Is there something we can do that we haven't tried yet? What's working for you? Yes. Yeah, let us know. Okay, thank you for tuning in. Is there anything else, Michelle? No, um, just wanted to say, 
I hope everyone's having a wonderful new year. I hope everyone's staying hydrated and happy and well and getting sunshine and shortened journey one step at a time. And yeah. That's and it. I, I want to end with saying that January felt like sludge for me. <laughs> I don't know if it felt that way for you too, but if you are also feeling mm -hmm. that way, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. We can all start fresh. I'm starting fresh in February. It's like my, <laughs> my 2020 is beginning in February. So <laughs> I saw so many posts where everyone's saying February 1st is the new beginning of 2020. Just a trial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just a free trial month. Mm -hmm. January was great in terms of we, we got stuff done, but also it's like a lot of internal things happening, a lot of world things happening. Um, so, you know, just bring it back to basics. Spend time with the people you love. Spend less time with the people who drive you crazy and stay healthy yeah and take one step a day in your business mm -hmm. all right that's a good note to end on thank you so mm -hmm. much for tuning in we see you we'll see you next time yeah. bye bye <laughs>